What's going on, everybody? Guys, Tom here from Better Edge Analytics here with your week three preview. We're going to be doing these every week, a couple of quick hits on some stats and some finds that we think will help you with your action here uh, in the NFL. We're going to kick things off with a big injury report, uh, knock out a lot of the key injuries that we feel are going to be important to the games this weekend, and then a couple previews of everything. So here we go, folks. Uh, the injury report, starting with the Atlanta Falcons, right tackle Caleb McKeary, D-end uh, Tarkarist McKinley, and safety Ricardo Allen are all out for week three against the Bears. Baltimore lost slot cornerback Tavon Young to a torn ACL. They are rather deep at the position with Jimmy Smith coming back. Panthers, uh, obviously Christian McCaffrey is out multiple weeks. Expect Mike Davis to shoulder the load against the Chargers. The Broncos, Drew Locke is out two to six weeks with that shoulder injury. And then Cortland Sutton had an MRI on his knee, and he is out for the season. Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams is still questionable with a hamstring injury. He left the game against Detroit with that. They, uh, they battled New Orleans on Sunday. The Colts lost safety Malik Hooker and wide receiver Paris Campbell for the season, both with knee injuries. The Thursday night game sees Jacksonville against Miami center Brandon Linder for the Jacksonville Jaguars is day-to-day with a knee injury. Cornerback DJ Hayden is in concussion protocol. The Dolphins are one of the worst teams against the pass this year. The Rams uh, have two running backs on the injury report. Cam Akers with his ribs, Malcolm Brown with his finger. Both are uncertain right now. Daryl Henderson expects to get the load if either can't make it. Miami has Byron Jones, who is not expected to play with a groin injury. Landon Roberts is still in concussion protocol, a defense that could use both of those guys. The Vikings, Anthony Barr is uncertain right now with a shoulder injury. The Giants lost Saquon Barkley to a torn ACL. He is out for the season. They have signed Devonta Freeman on a one-year $3 million contract. He could play as early as this Sunday. The Jets, uh, Brashad Perriman is out, and center Connor McGovern is uncertain with a hamstring injury. Philadelphia rookie wide receiver Jalen Rager expects to miss time now with a torn ligament in his thumb. 49ers have a slew of injuries. Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas are both out for the year with torn ACLs. Raheem Mostert sprained his MCL. He's likely to miss time. Tevin Coleman is going on IR, and Jimmy G has a high ankle sprain. He is still uncertain for the game. He's listed as day-to-day. Nick Mullins would get the start. If he is unavailable, Seattle safety Marquise Blair and defensive end Bruce Irwin are both out for the season with knee injuries. Two big losses for that defense. The Titans cornerback Jonathan Joseph left the game with a leg injury, did not return. They already placed a Dory Jackson on injured reserve. So they are rather thin at the cornerback position. And Washington right guard Brandon Sheriff isn't expected to play week three with a knee injury. All right, guys, and now on to the games. We're kicking things off Thursday night. Miami Dolphins at Jacksonville. The line open, Jacksonville minus 2.5. It has moved to Jacksonville minus 3. The over-under in this game is 47.5. Miami has one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They're allowing the most yards per play and the most yards per pass in the NFL. According to Football Outsiders, they are last in team DVOA, last in pass defense, and second to last in run defense. 
Jacksonville is not faring much better. They also have uh, one of the league's worst pass defenses. In fact, Miami and Jacksonville have the two worst pass defenses in the NFL. Jacksonville's offense has certainly performed well this year. They've outperformed expectations, largely uh, in part to undrafted free agent running back James Robinson and Gardner Minshew's ability to complete some passes in tight windows and really make it through. One uh, last note, Miami is the number two special teams, according to Football Outsiders DVOA, through a couple games. Now we move to Sunday. Rams are at the Bills. Bills open minus three. They are now minus two and a half. The over-under in this game, 47 and a half. Bill's passing game is one of the more prolific ones in the NFL. Josh Allen leads the NFL in yards. He is also one of the top-ranked quarterbacks. According to Football Outsiders DVOA and QBR, he ranks in the top five. The Rams offense is looking much improved, thank goodness, to that new running game, that three-headed monster of Brown, Henderson, and Akers, the rookie Cam Akers. They are now third in the NFL in rushing compared to 15th in the league last year. Texans are at the Steelers. Steelers open minus six, and it is now down to Steelers minus three and a half. The over-under in this game is at 45. The Steelers' front four defensively has really performed. T.J. Watt leads all edge rushers in win rate on the edge. Tyson Alou and Cam Hayward are both in the top five amongst defensive tackles in pass rush win rate. Alou is actually number one overall, so that is front four who really put a ton of pressure on Drew Locke, knocked him out of the game, put Jeff Driscoll in, uh, should be able to get some pressure on Deshaun Watson, although he does love to move around that pocket. Houston's offense is performing about at the same level it did last year, but the roles are flipped. Last year, they ranked 17th in rushing and 12th in the passing game. Now they're 8th in rushing and 20th in passing. Trading DeAndre Hopkins and replacing him with David Johnson have certainly changed this offense. On to the 49ers at the Giants. San Fran open minus 4. They're currently at minus 4. The 49ers have signed defensive end Ziggy Ansah to help with depth after losing Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas to ACL injuries. D Ford is also out, so that 49ers defensive line is crushed with injuries. The Giants have signed Devonta Freeman, as we mentioned earlier, to replace Saquon Barkley. The Giants' offense has been nothing short of putrid. They are in the bottom five in offensive efficiency, passing Daniel Jones grades as the second-worst quarterback in the NFL only behind Carson Wentz, who has been absolutely terrible. The Giants are fifth in the NFL in average starting field position per drive, yet they're only 27th in yards and 30th in touchdown percentage per drive. They've only scored three touchdowns in 20 drives. There are a slew of injuries to the 49ers. We do not know what we will get from them, although the Giants do not put up much of a fight. So it'll be an interesting game, certainly. The Raiders are at the Patriots. Patriots open six, still at six. Darren Waller has really shown up and shown out for the Raiders. He's currently second in the NFL in targets and receptions through two games. The thought was putting Stephon Gilmore or even top draft pick Kyle Duggar to guard Waller. John Gruden says he plans to move Waller around, so that'll be an interesting matchup, certainly to see. Another key matchup in this game is the Pats' rush offense versus the Raiders' rush defense. The Raiders support a bottom five rush defense, while the Patriots support a top five run defense that is shouldered by Cam Newton. He's got 26 carries for 122 yards and four touchdowns early on. The Pats' offense has rushed the ball 67 times. They have only passed it for 63, but even when they needed to, Cam still threw for 
over 350 yards in week number two. The Titans are at the Vikings. The Titans open minus two and a half, and it is currently still minus two and a half. Minnesota ranks in the bottom of the league in pass defense and run defense. They are one of the worst offensive passing teams as well. Kirk Cousins has been unbelievably poor this year, completing less than 60% of his passes with two touchdowns and four picks. The Minnesota Vikings rank last in the NFL in net yards per drive. Net yards per drive is offensive yards per drive minus the defensive yards allowed. So Minnesota has the largest variance in the NFL at minus 14.49. So their defense averages giving up 15 more yards per drive than their offense can gain. The Washington football team visits the Cleveland Browns. The Browns open six and a half. It has since moved to Cleveland minus seven. Washington grades as the number one pass defense. Cleveland is 30th in passing efficiency. And while Baker Mayfield grades out as a bottom five quarterback, according to DVOA, he is eighth in overall QBR. The reason why... Washington seems to be so good with their pass defense is all of the defensive pressure they've been able to generate. Washington cornerbacks have graded out in the bottom half of the league in completion percentage against, suggesting some regression. If the Cleveland Browns offensive line, and they have spent a ton of money rebuilding that offensive line through free agency and the draft, if they can hold Washington's defense if line in check, they should be able to move the ball against poor secondary for Washington. The Bengals take on the Eagles. The Eagles opened as six-point favorites, has now moved to six and a half. Carson Wentz has had a tough time with many turnovers this season. In week one, he had two turnovers in his own area against Washington and against the Rams last week. He had a costly interception in the red zone. The Eagles have had much more success under center than they have at shotgun. Uh, the Eagles formation under shotgun averaged 4.49 yards per play, scored zero touchdowns, while when they were under center, they averaged 6.3 yards per play and scored two touchdowns. The Bengals this year are second in the NFL in average plays per drive. However, they are just 28th in yards per drive overall and 24th in expected points per drive, suggesting that the Bengals try to matriculate the ball down the field, slow drives, they want to eat the clock up. Minimize the game here, so that's a lot of points against an Eagles team who has made a lot of errors early on. The Chicago Bears are at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons opened up as three-point favorites. They are now three-and-a-half-point favorites. And after a horrific defeat in week number two, the Falcons became the first team in NFL history to score 39-plus points and have no turnovers and lose the football game. Their worst defeat since the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Matt Ryan leads the NFL in completions and yards. His counterpart, Mitchell Trubisky, ranks 27th on passes in the air, more than 20 yards. Only 65% of his passes this season have been considered on target, which is down from 75% last year. His bad throw percentage is also up from 18% to 25%. The Jets... Play the Colts. The Colts open as nine and a half point favorites, have moved to ten and a half point favorites. The Colts are first in the NFL in yards allowed per game, yards per play, passing yards allowed, and first downs allowed. The Jets rank in the bottom three in yards per drive, time of possession, and passing and rushing efficiency so far. So it is a vaunted Colts defense against an anemic Jet offense. The Carolina Panthers are at the L.A. Chargers this weekend. The Chargers opened up six-and-a-half-point favorites. They are now at a full seven. 
The offense looked completely different under Justin Herbert. Threw for over 300 yards. Threw for multiple touchdowns. Rushed for a touchdown. Herbert was 12th in QBR, while Tyrod Taylor was ranked last of 34 quarterbacks who have thrown this season. Herbert, Carolina has lost Christian McCaffrey. They do still maintain uh, a league average pass offense, so hopefully touchdown Teddy can lead the team and help them moving forward. The Detroit Lions are at the 2-0 Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals open as six-point favorites. It is down to 5.5. The Cardinals are top 10 in pass block win rate percentage and run block win percentage through two weeks. And that's really big considering the matchups that came against Washington and San Francisco. Two teams who grayed out with two top 10 defensive lines, including the Redskins who grayed out as the top defensive line with all of those sacks. Kyler Murray ranks fifth in QBR through two games this year. He does average, there's cause for concern though, he does average throwing the ball 2.7 yards behind on yards to gain for third downs. So if it's a third down and it's a third and 10, he's averaging throwing the ball, you know, seven and a half yards, which is not what you want to see uh, for third down. So it could lead to a little regression there. The Cowboys visit the Seahawks this week. The Seahawks opened as four and a half point favorites. That has now moved to five. Russell Wilson looks like a man on a mission throwing for, I think he has nine touchdowns to get the season started. He has completed 82.5% of his passes. The Seattle pass defense, though, the not vaunted Legion of Boom. You know, we said they lost Marquise Blair for the season, their backup safety. And it's not good because they're in the bottom five in pass defense in the NFL as Dallas Cowboys and the and the Dak Prescott-led offense. Dak threw for over 450 yards with all of those weapons. Not ideal for a Seattle secondary. Sunday Night Football Packers are at the Saints. Saints open three and a half. It is now Saints minus three. If you haven't heard of Kevin King, he is the fourth-year cornerback for the Green Bay Packers. He was often injured and is now coming back and performing. King against Detroit was not targeted one time and dating back through 2019 grades out as the number one red zone quarterback. If Michael Thomas is available, expect King to follow Thomas around. The Packers are one of the most offensively efficient teams in the NFL. They lead the NFL in yards per drive, points per drive, time of possessions per drive. Uh, The Green Bay offense, Aaron Rodgers, it is truly clicking on all cylinders. While Drew Brees is not having uh, his best season, a lot of people are saying, has Drew lost his fastball finally? Drew Brees is averaging an NFL worst 4.84 yards in the air per throw. Sam Darnold is second at 5.84. So Drew Brees almost a full yard worse than the second worst quarterback in the NFL. Hopefully he can get it going when Michael Thomas returns. Monday Night Football, and boy, is it a good one. Chiefs at the Ravens. Patty Mahomes, so we brought this up with Kyler Murray, and Pat Mahomes also shares this. Pat Mahomes is currently the worst quarterback for throws on third down, getting the ball to the line to gain. So like we said before, uh, at minus 3.5 yards per third down throw, he averages throwing the ball three and a half yards short of that line to game. Against one of the top defenses in the NFL, he's going to have to make sure he gets his first downs against a wild Baltimore defense. Baltimore has been very fortunate this year. No team has started off with better starting field position. 
That's going to do it here for the NFL preview week number three. Please remember, guys, check us out at betteredgeanalytics.com. Tons of great packages. Football subscription, our, our soccer model, already up 13 and a half units going into week three. We expect more, more, more. Sign up today, guys. We really appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in and listen. And we hope to see you guys on the website and uh, on all of our social medias. Instagram at Better Edge Analytics. Twitter at Bet Better Edge. Follow us on there. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Rate us five stars. Really appreciate it, guys, and we'll see you guys next week.